Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our Golden 20s podcast. We are so excited for today's podcast episode as we are chatting with who we're deeming our resident astrologer for our Golden 20s podcast, Taddy. <laughs> Taddy is here to walk us through astrology for 2023 in a general sense, but she does also um, call out key times for astrology, some key themes, some signs that are going to shine throughout the year. So it's definitely a really awesome episode. But anyway, before we jump into it, let me introduce you to Taddy. She was on the podcast in season one, but in case you weren't around or in case, you know, you're a new listener, whatever it is, This is a little bit about her. So Taddy is a Toronto-based astrologer and brand strategist. She uses astrology as a tool to help people cultivate self-love and learn about themselves, including their purpose, strengths, and challenges. Taddy is also the founder of Moonsign Creative, a community where astrology and art collide. So welcome back to the podcast, Taddy. We are so happy to have you back on. It's been a while since you've last been on the podcast. So let's start with you telling our listeners about yourself, how you got into astrology, all of that good stuff for either people who didn't hear the first time you're on the podcast or just to kind of remind everybody. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me back. So my name is Taddy. I'm a Toronto-based astrologer and yeah, so basically how I got into astrology was there's there's been two major pivotal things that have happened to me. So one was, first off, growing up, I just loved horoscopes. I loved looking through horoscopes. I loved just learning more about myself. I am a Leo. So it was this thing for me where I'm like, okay, this is really fun. And I was gifted a book called The Big Book of Birthdays. And I found it so interesting that they knew so much about my specific birth date, but it didn't really explain all the astrology behind it. It just kind of broke down my birthday. And I was like, okay, what is this? I really, really want to know, but I didn't know how to learn more about it. And then the second way I got into astrology was I only dated Scorpios. (laughs) And... (laughs) That was very, very interesting. And they were both like around the same birth date. So it was like November 8th, November Mm -hmm. 7th. And a lot of Scorpio men would be attracted to me, but only from that week. (laughs) And that was super, super interesting to me because after I learned my birth chart and I really dove into it, I was like, okay, this makes perfect sense as to why. And yeah, it was, it was such a pivotal point for me where I actually went through a really, really difficult breakup with one of the Scorpios. And I then got my birth chart read by an astrologer and this birth chart reading blew my mind. It really opened my eyes. It made me understand why I had to go through this breakup. It helped me understand more about me, my life, and just the challenges I faced. And it gave me so much acceptance and so much validation that I was like, okay, I need to help other people with this. This is such a healing feeling for myself. So I really want to help others just feel seen and heard and validated in this way. I love that so much. And I can like vouch for you a million percent. I had a birth chart reading done right after we had you on the podcast the first time. And it was so validating. I was like crying the entire time just because it feels so good (laughs) to like get that validation like 
like you said, like just have someone make you feel like heard and seen. It's definitely life-changing. So you are definitely fulfilling your mission of helping other people. I'm one of them. And I'm like, tell I tell everybody, I'm like, <laughs> do you need your birth chart read? Because I know the person for you if that's something you're looking for. <laughs> Thank you so much. That makes That means so much to me. <laughs> Awesome. I think maybe we can start on like astrology 101 because I feel like for a lot of people, like you maybe know your sign, but you don't know anything past that. And you mentioned that you were a Leo, but could you maybe explain like what your big three are and maybe what like the big three are in general? Yes, for sure. So my big three, I'm a Leo sun, Libra rising, Cancer moon. And So your sun sign is the sign that everyone knows. It is your zodiac sign, but it also represents your ego, your will, and it helps you shine. It is how you just a loop, like put out your energy into the world. And your moon sign is your inner emotions, your inner feelings, your inner self. It is how you react to situations, but it's also how you love to be nurtured and how you want to like how you want to feel comforted as well. So then you have your rising sign. And a lot of people think your rising sign, which is also known as your ascendant sign, is how you look to other people. And it is true. It does give some physical characteristics. However, your rising sign really helps you give, it really sets you up in terms of your perspective on life and the world. And it helps you understand the world in a different way. It helps you see through these glasses and that is basically your rising sign. Hmm. Great, thank you. I feel like that, as soon as I learned about the big three, that made a lot of astrology make a lot more sense because it's like, well, I know I'm a Gemini and I know lots of Geminis and we're all different. So how does that make sense? But then it's actually a lot more complex. It's not just, you know, the main sign that everyone hears you talk about. And so, yeah, thank you for that. No problem. Awesome. So what we really are hoping to dive in to with you today is talking all about 2023 and this episode's dropping, you know, when people are starting to reflect on 2022, but also maybe starting to think about intentions for the new year or resolutions, goals, that kind of thing. So we just want to get some insight from you on what we can expect using astrology kind of as a tool, as insight into 2023, any kind of themes, that sort of thing. Yes, for sure. That sounds great. So a lot is happening in 2023's astrology. It's going to be a big year. It's not going to be as big as 2020, which is great. (laughs) That's Um, a relief. That was, you know, we don't, we don't want that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we we don't want that. (laughs) It will still be pivotal. 2023 will still be pivotal. So what is happening in 2023 is Saturn, which is the planet of boundaries, restriction, authority, and how we how we kind of go about our focus. That kind of helps us understand where structures and systems are at place in society. 
So currently Saturn is in Aquarius, which has a lot to do with communities and technology, and it will move into Pisces in March 7th, 2023. So this is going to shift things a lot because the when Saturn was first in, in sorry, when Saturn was first in Aquarius, this happened March 2020. And that also, you know, coincided with the yeah. pandemic, which of course was very scary. And when Saturn moves into Pisces, we are kind of shifting our structures and systems into this place where we're going to be focused on how we can regulate art and communities in terms of content creation, in terms of, I would also say some restrictions around our spaces in water. And mm. I do see this shifting into this spiritual sense. Pisces is a very spiritual water sign. So this kind of gives us a sense that we're going to develop more systems and structures on how we connect to our spirituality and how we connect to our emotions. It is like this very interesting sign for Saturn to be in. So I really think there, we're going to see a huge shift when this happens and a lot of new art themes might come up and a lot of people wanting to create art communities, a lot of people looking to, I do see like different kind of countries joining unions, combining forces. And this, of course, will create some global partnerships. And I do think there's going to be a lot of new technology that might come about too uh, for this reason and a different reason as well. So it's it's going to be a very interesting focus for us. So wherever Pisces is in your chart, if you do know a little bit of astrology in terms of your birth chart, you can always see, okay, so this might be an area of life where I need to develop my systems and structures. And this might be an area where I might feel a bit more restricted sometimes, a bit more boundaries might need to be set in place. Uh, but it, like Saturn does reward. It is seen as a very harsh planet because it is the planet of hard work. But when you put in the hard work, Saturn rewards you. Interesting. Love it. Is it fair to say that there's sort of like two different ways you can look at astrology? There's like the way that it impacts your own sort of chart and the way that it impacts like the world overall or is it all very specific to your own chart so you can definitely see how it impacts the world as well so there you can always have birth charts for countries birth charts oh, for businesses interesting i do do birth charts for businesses with my clients so it's it's a very different way to go about things and that is, I love that you asked that question too, because the other point I wanted to bring up is the U.S. is going to go through their Uranus return. And even though we're in Canada, this will affect us. Mm -hmm. And a Uranus return is a shakeup. It is, it is this sense of maybe a, something shocking happening. It could be some revolutionary ideas coming out. It could be a little bit destabilizing. And of course, if something happens in the US, it does affect us as well. But it could also give some really interesting shakeups, some really interesting 
ideas that can come about. So sometimes when we think of Uranus, it is the planet of insight and innovation. And when the U.S. is going to go through their Uranus return, most people won't experience their own Uranus return because it happens at the age of 84. So it takes about Mm -hmm. 84 years for someone to experience their own Uranus return. But when you have a Uranus opposition, that is usually seen as like a midlife crisis because that's like your 40s and you're like, okay, what am I doing now? So that is Uranus. So just some interesting thing that will kind of affect us all. But I wanted to put that in before getting into more deeper astrology of 2023. I love that. Our American listeners are probably like, oh God, how much more can we take? (laughs) I know. What is this going to be? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I find that so interesting. And how do you calculate that though for like countries and businesses like for pers- like personal birth charts it's off like your birthday the time how do you do it for like places and businesses so the interesting thing interesting thing is for businesses i calculate it based on when i launch a business into the public sphere. So if I put it on my Instagram channel that I'm like, okay, this is launching at this time. This is the date uh, and time of my business. And that is where you can kind of create a business birth chart. Okay. And for countries, it's a bit more tricky because a few astrologers could argue on certain dates of when a country is established. Mm-hmm. It could always be a general sense in terms of that, like maybe a general year, but then month to month, like, is it based on the constitution? Is it based on, you know, mm-hmm. like, what is it exactly based on? So that's why I won't go too in depth on the US mm-hmm. Uranus return, because again, I'm not from the United States. We are like, we're in Canada, but mm-hmm. I wanted to mention that some shakeups can happen. Mm. So interesting. interesting. Yeah. Yes. And another exciting thing that is happening in 2023 is the planet Pluto is moving into Aquarius in March of March of 2023. So a lot is happening in March of 2023. That's going to be huge. So with Pluto going into Aquarius, it's shifting into the sign March 2020, sorry, March 23rd. And so far, Pluto has been in Capricorn and it is helping us transform our idea of capitalism and corporations and structures, old traditions. And I I see that as like the Capricornian type themes. But when Pluto moves into Aquarius, we are going to be transforming our communities, our society, technology. And with Saturn and Pisces too, that's going to add to it in a different level. So Pluto also is a very slow moving planet. So we'll be in Aquarius for around 20 years. So this is just going to be a sneak peek at what's to come for us and the shifts that will happen. The last time this occurred was around the Industrial Revolution and the enlightenment and women received more rights during this time. So I'm excited for like mass, mass transformation in our communities and society. And I I think it's going to be 
really great for communities and societies. So I, I'm very excited for that. Yeah, that Me sounds too. <laughs> like a welcome change, I think. I think all of us can agree yeah. on that. We're like ready for things to get shaken up a little bit. We're ready for just a little bit of a change. And this sounds very like enlightening and exactly what we need as just a general society. So I'm feeling pumped for March mm-hmm. 2023. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I love that. I'm I'm glad because I, I think it's going to be a really, really interesting year. And the other things I wanted to note about next year is Jupiter, which is the planet of expansion, growth, opportunity, luck. It's going to be in the sign of Aries for the beginning half of the year. So it will be in that sign from December 20th of this year until May 16th of of 2023. And Jupiter has already been in Aries this year. So we already got a sneak peek of it last summer, like this previous summer. Mm -hmm. So we'll have similar themes in that way. And when Jupiter then moves into Taurus, that is when the planet of luck and expansion and growth is going to be around themes of food and money and finance and art. And that's going to add a different layer of I would say where things are going in terms of the art realm of next year. So I'm kind of interested to see what comes out of it. So when people do hear about these major transits, when they hear their own sign, it's kind of interesting to see because it will affect different signs differently. Mm -hmm. So I kind of also want to go through like just some main things that will happen to certain signs for 2023 if you're if you guys are interested in that yeah yeah definitely absolutely okay so what I find is really interesting is the fixed signs which are Leo Scorpio Aquarius and Taurus they've felt a bit restricted because of Saturn in Aquarius so then when Saturn moves into Pisces they might feel some relief because Saturn again restricts it makes things a bit harder it really binds us a bit and when Saturn then finally gets out of a certain sign the planets that are connected in terms of an opposition or a square so those are just astrological terms but Mm -hmm. basically the fixed signs together are all affected based on this and that will free up some space for them to feel a little bit more relief they won't feel things as intensely so they kind of get a bit of breathing room which I think they much much needed (laughs) right now I've seen some comments I've been posting TikToks about it and like people seem very relieved by this so I'm like (laughs) okay and we all we all have to experience Saturn at some point so it's still a good thing it's just I don't want to scare anyone with it it's just it's just a thing you have to kind of go through Mm -hmm. and then what's really interesting is I also chose like the main characters of 2023. I love that. <laughs> Tell us more. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know. There was some TikTok comments that kind of argued with me. They're like, what does this mean? I, I was trying to break it down for them why I chose <laughs> these signs. But, you know, TikTok comments are just hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the main characters I chose were Aries, Taurus, and Pisces for different reasons. 
So basically, Aries um, will be one of the main characters is because Jupiter goes back into Aries and will be in Aries for the beginning half of 2023. And that just gives people with a lot of Aries placements a lot more, I would say, opportunities. They might feel a bit more optimistic. They might just feel more expansive. They just feel like they're growing a lot. So they kind of get this focus in in this way. And then when Jupiter switch in switches into Taurus, that is when Taurus gets to feel this way. They get to feel a bit more optimistic and outgoing and a bit more... Jupiter is associated with luck. And I, I do want to say that. So you could feel luckier. It can or cannot be true. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like sometimes just people feel a lot more luckier with Jupiter transits. So it's it's a very, very exciting transit when it enters your sign. So I love to hear when what people experience when it does enter their signs. But then I also chose Pisces for a completely different reason. And with Saturn going into Pisces, this is when they Pisces will then feel a kind of a different feeling than Aries and Taurus. They'll just feel like they have a lot more responsibility. They have to be an authority figure in terms of the places that they're in, maybe at work, maybe with friends, but they have to feel like they are really taking ownership of their life in a completely new way. And they could feel as though this is just a major time in their life. And I do want to say like with Saturn, sometimes you could just feel as though you have to adult up rather Mm. quickly. So even if you are an adult, even if you're not an adult, adult, you might have to be faced with this reality where you're like okay I have to really take care of myself I really need to build systems and structures for myself in an optimal way so Pisces gets this and you know when they get through the hard work that's when they'll be rewarded so they will get rewarded for their hard work but it will feel quite different than Aries and Taurus Mm, interesting I'm married to a Taurus so I'm uh rooting for him to have some relief and some luck (laughs) and I actually have a lot of Tauruses in my life now that I'm thinking about it so maybe I'll get some through like osmosis or something (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking it's like everybody was hoping you were gonna say their sign like they were like am I the main character next year please tell me (laughs) yeah yeah I love that I know it's so fun (laughs) and the best part about having a podcast is you don't get the mean comments you know what I mean it's like you say what you want it's out there and there's no backlash or at least no immediate backlash so it's like this is the best Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we welcome your perspective Tati thank you for sharing that with us (laughs) thank you thank you I appreciate that and I just want to say Jupiter will move into one area of everyone's life so they Mm. will experience luck and growth and that expansion energy in just a different area of their life. So they right. kind of have to look at their chart and see where Aries and Taurus is in their chart. And I do do 2023 20, horoscopes, which I'm happy to share with you guys later on, but I, I'm still writing them. So it will just be mm-hmm. an easier way to read about it. But it's like, I just want to say you all get that energy, but in a different in a different segment of your life. Right, right. Yeah, that makes sense. And I feel like that's what's so great about knowing your birth chart and not just, you know, your sun sign or something is you can really start to dive into the different areas of your life rather than just being like, 
wow, nothing's going my way. It must be because of this. Or, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, well, no, maybe it's just this part of your life. And, you know, there's always something you, some different part of your chart you can tie back to why you're feeling the way you're feeling rather than just looking at, you know, your horoscope in a general sense. So it is super interesting. And it's like almost addicting, you know what I mean? Like, and I think that's why I like astrology Mm -hmm. so much is because like it, again, it's very just validating when you read it once and it resonates and you're like, oh, okay. So I'm not just going crazy. Like there's a reason I feel this way or like other people are feeling this way too. Like, I don't know, once it does resonate, I think it's just so comforting to know you can always go back to it and like get that validation when you need it kind of thing. I don't know how to describe that very well, but it's a comforting feeling, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) I'm so glad. That makes me so happy to hear. Yeah. And I think when people know their birth charts, it's just, they start to understand so many different things in their life in a completely new way. So Mm -hmm. why not? Like you get to learn more about yourself and you are the most important person in your life. So it's, it's always great to know. And another major pivotal thing that is happening in 2023, I want to bring up Venus retrograde in Leo. And this is going to happen in the summer, so July 22nd to September 3rd. And I'm bringing this up to kind of give a warning to people who want to date during the summer because... Uh, so it's not going to be the best time to date in the summer. So it's not going to be like a hot girl summer, which I'm so sad about. I'm like, okay, taking notes. It's a bit disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, I would recommend dating a bit earlier or, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a bit of a confusing time. People are going to be reassessing their values with Mm -hmm. Venus retrograde in Leo and Venus is the planet of values. It is the planet of how we show affection, how we show love. And with retrogrades, it always makes us rethink things. It always makes us reflect and look back. So exes could be popping back up. Um, Do you want to mention that? And then in the sign of Leo, we're going to be really rethinking our sense of creativity, self-expression, what is authentic to us, as well as our community and friends. So Mm. it will be a time for us to reflect a lot. It'll be different than a Mercury retrograde, but it will have like a similar vibe in terms of that. It's not going to be all about communication like a Mercury retrograde, but it will be more so an introspective time. And it might be harder for us to express our love to other people, which can be a bit confusing for them so it's good to have that fair warning and to get your dates out earlier if you're going out on dates or a bit later just so that you can have fun at the same time and just know what is happening during that time interesting That's so interesting. I'm inclined to date after. I'm like, okay, guys, you guys do the inner work through the summer, evaluate your values, you know, Mm. then we'll meet up after. And once we're like, you know, we all know who we are, what we want, then we can date and hopefully we can find somebody (laughs) who has the same values as us and stuff. But 
Yeah, that's so interesting. And I think too, like summer is always just like the key time to date, you know, like it's like the days are long and like you can get out. There's so much to do and stuff. So I love that you were like, this is a warning. I hate to say it, but (laughs) so funny. Yes. And I do want to say though, catching up with old friends looks really great though, Mm because I do think it's a great time to catch up with old friends and hang out with friends with Venus and Leo. It's just like a very, nostalgic Mm. energy and it'll be like more reflective and I don't want to say like retrogrades are bad at all Mm. I just I think they are very beneficial for us to go inward but it's like the energy will be more so nostalgic and more I think you'll be more disconcerting in love which is great but it's less fun yeah Mm. yeah right yes and The last few points in terms of the astrology of 2023 would be the eclipses, which are going to be happening next year. And eclipses are very powerful lunations in terms of new moons and full moons. The new moon is usually the solar eclipses and the full moons are usually lunar eclipses. So next year, we're going to have four eclipses. And we've currently been experiencing eclipses in Scorpio and Taurus. So wherever Scorpio and Taurus is in your chart, that's where things have had new beginnings and endings and closures. So with the Scorpio, sorry, with the eclipses shifting next year, there we're still going to have one series, the last series in Scorpio and Taurus, which will be more so a closing of a chapter in one area of your life. And then with it, then it's going to shift into Aries and Libra. And a lot more focus will be in this area of life. The North Node will be in Aries and the South Node in Libra. So more focus when things shift into Aries will be on your own individuality, your own self-expression, your what you want for yourself and the focus is on you it's not on partnerships it's not on what you own it's just about what you want to do for yourself and I could see when the north node shifts into Aries we might be more excited to do entrepreneurial pursuits for ourselves we might be more interested in just showcasing our talents bossing up Aries is a very fiery sign it loves to lead it loves to create this motivational speech of how to lead other people and that Aries energy is going to be very exciting to be in especially with the with Jupiter being in Aries so those will kind of overlap Mm -hmm. so it'll be very interesting to see what happens during that time but I really think that's going to be a very exciting fresh new energy for a lot of people Love it. Wow. Great. Yeah. That sounds like main character energy to me. You're right. Aries. Aries is the main yeah. character. <laughs> for sure. Yes, for sure. So I think those were like the major pivotal points of 2023 that I really wanted to dive into for everyone. Love it. Yeah. Thank you for um, coming so prepared and bringing all that information. I feel like it's a lot to take in I don't know I feel like I should have been taking notes because I'm like 
I'll have to listen back and be like, actually, you know, writing down the important things. I do wonder, is there like any, maybe this is like going about it the wrong way, but is there any sort of just like general advice or ways to get like prepped for this upcoming year? Yes. So my general advice is when Saturn shifts into Pisces, that is a great time for a lot of systems and structures to be placed in terms of your creativity, in terms of your side projects. So if you currently are, or as well as your spirituality and also how you connect to the collective consciousness. So there's a lot with Pisces. Pisces is such an interesting sign, but I would say with Saturn moving into Pisces, a great thing to do is to really look at the creative projects you're doing and what you want to launch in the new year and structure it in a way where you might launch when Saturn goes into Pisces. If you want that energy of like being very disciplined and very focused during that time in terms of your creativity, in terms of your self-expression in that way, if you are I also want to say the Venus retrograde dates are a great time so that you can plan out if you want to go on dates, if you want to like pull back and not be on dating apps. Mm -hmm. Also a good time to take note of that. Again, you can still date during that time. I You can still do all these things, but I, it's not, I, I'm always like hesitant to say what will happen from those relationships because mm -hmm. I do think that they would be reflective. But then if you're someone who is just like, I don't want to put all my energy and in this and all my eggs in one basket. I'm like, okay, well, maybe if you want to reserve your energy date during a different time, that's a great time. Like it's, it's okay to do that. And another thing I want to say is with Pluto going into Aquarius, if you currently don't have a community or if you currently are looking to upgrade your technology that's also something to kind of structure in for next year of any plans of how to build that out. So a lot of upgrades, I would say, would be happening with Pluto moving into Aquarius. It will retrograde back into Capricorn uh, June 11th. So it will only be in Aquarius from March 23rd to June 11th. So that's really great to know. But yeah, I think knowing those things and I think planning out your 2023 in a way that just feels exciting feels motivating for you um, when you know that a lot is going to happen in March be prepared for that because things could feel a bit they could feel very exciting which is great but then it could also feel like oh this is a bit overwhelming so just take a mental note of that and don't overbook yourself uh, during March, especially. So yeah, March is just very, very pivotal. So it's like a lot, a lot of energy. Something I forgot to mention is Mars currently, it has been retrograde in the sign of Gemini for the last few months, and it will finally get out of its retrograde at the beginning of January on January 12th. So if you've been feeling back and forth around work situations or 
friend situations and you've just felt a bit more agitated. It's really funny. We're filming this on a full moon in Gemini, <laughs> um, which I love, but it's, it's, so if you've been feeling like so back and forth on a certain thing in terms of work, or you just feel like you're repeating certain tasks or anything, you should feel a bit of a shift after January 12th. So I I would say take the new year at the beginning of the new year to slowly get back into place. And then things will feel a bit easier after the retrograde ends in terms of work. Love that. I feel like I needed to hear that. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, this whole episode, like, I think so much of it has resonated and I'm like, I can see, I can see that, or like, I can see that we're heading that way or like, that feels right. You know what I mean? Like, even how many times you talk about like self-expression and just like changes and like big structures and I don't know, I just think it resonated so much, even though it wasn't super like personal to me or to Tegan or, you know, to people listening, Mm -hmm. but I think you spoke to it just so well. And already it's inspiring so many thoughts that I have for myself heading into 2023 and getting me like really excited to think about what I want for the year for myself and, you know, taking some of these themes and seeing how they come to life for me is like very exciting, has me looking forward to the new year. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. So I know you mentioned you're writing your 2023 horoscopes for like the signs. Where can people find you? Where can they connect with you? Where can they get their hands on these horoscopes once you do launch them? So people can find me through my website, which is moonsign.ca. And you could also find my YouTube channel, which is Moonsign Supplies. And on TikTok and Instagram, it's Taddy Petkovich. I will send you the, <laughs> the correct spelling. I know if people are listening, they might have to look up the, the spelling of my last name. And to beware of scammers, which mm-hmm. also is a huge issue for the astrology and spiritual mm-hmm. community. So beware of scammers because, yeah, that's a whole mess. That's a whole different issue. For my free um, 2023 horoscopes, I launched a new newsletter. So that's moonsign.substact.com. Amazing. And we'll have all of your things linked in the show notes for this episode. So people are finding you and the real you, no scammers are welcome here. Yes. (laughs) But we'll make it easier for everyone (laughs) to find you. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. Thank you. Thanks that you were our first guest. Now you're our first returning guest. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like we need to do it like yearly, like check in again and be like, so we can reflect back what happened, what's going to happen. I don't know. I love that idea. I think that I would be so excited to do that just to see what has happened yeah. for both of you. And then just thoughts of what happened this year or like in 2023. Thanks everyone for tuning in and listening and special thanks to Taddy for coming back and being our first ever repeat guest. You can find all of Taddy's links in our show notes where you can find her, where you can sign up for a newsletter, all that good stuff. You can also find all of our contact information there and all our social channels. So make sure that you're following us 
so that you can keep up with us between the podcasts and make sure that you're subscribed to us and following so you knew when you see when we put out these new episodes. We drop episodes Tuesdays, 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, if anyone's interested in the specifics. So definitely make sure you're subscribed so that you see when those episodes come out. And I think that's everything. So thanks so much for listening.